Hello and welcome to another episode of the Overcoming Life Podcast. I'm your host, Nashawn Garrett. Most of you guys know me from TikTok and maybe you guys know me from somewhere else too because, um, I don't know, maybe you just might know me from somewhere else. Uh, maybe you're a friend, maybe you're, I don't know, a relative or an acquaintance of some sort. And if that's the case, blessings to you. And if it's not the case, blessings to you. Hey, we guys, we've been talking about Paul's epistle to the saints in Rome. And we are just now finishing up chapter 13, book 1 of, that is Romans 1 through 8. And a commentary on it, which I think is an amazing commentary on uh, the truth of what what's being said in the book of Romans. It can be a very meaty, very full, very thick book. Uh, a lot of theological principles and doctrine being laid out that if we don't understand these fundamentals, if we don't understand the foundation by which we, uh, why which Paul is writing, then we're, you know, we're going to have a very, very difficult time understanding uh, the writings of Paul in his, in this book. And so with that being said, sorry guys, I've just been adjusting my, adjusting my, uh, audio a little bit here want to make sure it's working properly for us well with that being said i'll turn it up just a little bit um reading in romans chapter 8 verse 27 in the nasb it says that the spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of god the emphatic diaglot reads because according to god it intercedes on behalf of saints this thought is the basis of the Next verse, which in verse 28 we see, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. The translator's bias makes it read that big, that excuse me, that things work together for good only for those who love God. Well, that's that is. um quite unfortunate right because there's a lot of people who show in their lives that they don't love god and so that means that well stuff isn't going to work out for them and that means that the rest of humanity is essentially exempt from this blessing of things working out for them but the emphatic diaglot's inner linear translation reads like this in verse 28 we know that to those who love god all things work together for good to those being invited according to a purpose. In other words, guys, to those who love God and understand his sovereign plan, plan, all things work together for good. Of course, this is their perspective. This is the perspective of God. This is the perspective of creation. The sons of God know and understand that all things work together for good. So there's never a bothersome or worrisome thing in their heart or fearful thing in their heart that this isn't going to work out or this situation isn't looking right no they don't rise uh they don't let their experience rise to um rise above the standard of god his character his justice his law um and his his nature the sons of god they know and understand that all things work together for good not only for themselves but also for all of creation and this takes us back to verse 19, where in which we are told that the entire creation is in the pains of childbirth, awaiting the birth of the sons of God. 
It is as if we are giving comfort to creation. That is to say, the sons of God are giving comfort to creation, telling them, hey, guys, don't worry. It will all be worth it in the end. These pains are not designed to kill you, but to cause you to fulfill your destiny, to bring forth the new creation, to bring forth the new created man in Christ. And we know this because we are the ones being brought to birth. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So with amidst the whole presidential situation, amidst the whole COVID situation, amidst the the people who are uh, really going through torment during this time, depression, sadness, despair, um, their own sickness, their own disease, um, abuse, violence, um, rioting, lawlessness, amidst all of this stuff, guys, the ones in whom the sons of God are being manifested these people, it should be you, it should be me, we should be bringing peace to the world and uh, sharing to them, hey, you guys, it is going to be all right. That he makes all things work together for the good of those who love him, right? And of course, it's not in that way, but for those who love him, all things work together for the good, right? Because when you love him, you obey his commandments. And when you obey his commandments and when you know his commandments and his law, then you are way more apt to believe and think, wait a second, you have a structure, a standard, and a way in which you go about bringing things together and reconciling life and making things happen. And so there's nothing outside of his scope. He is sovereign. He is good. And that is the message that we should be giving to other people. Um, even if it sounds a little bit crazy, so it may be that these words were still being directed towards a creation, right? As the sons of God giving her comfort. And we're going to check out verse uh, 29. This is the verse that we're talking about. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined them to become conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And whom he predestined, these he also called, and whom he called, he also justified, and whom he justified, he also glorified. So this is being directed towards creation as the sons of God give her comfort, encouragement, and hope. Are you bringing comfort, encouragement, and hope to creation? Creation can take hope in the fact that God will indeed fulfill his plan because those he foreknew he predestined to being to be brought forth in the image of Christ. So it's a sure thing, an expectation of glory. It is sure, guys. It's not just a hope, a blind hope or a blind faith, but it is it is the receipt. It is the car note. You know it is sure, although you can't see it. It is tangible, is the substance of things hoped for. It is the expectation of glory. The sons of God have been predestined to be unveiled as creation gives birth to them. Those predestined are called, justified, and glorified. So their birth is that moment of glorification, and that is not only like the new birth uh, being born again. We must all be born again. The born-again process is just merely begun when we have received by faith the seed of uh, God. That is just the beginning process, the beginning stage of born again, guys. But when we are truly rebirthed, uh, it is a moment of glorification. And that is to say uh, we will be 
soul, body, and spirit, complete man, glorified. Um, and then we will bring glory to the ends of the earth in order to fulfill Habakkuk 2.14, which says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. This, guys, is the hope of creation, because creation will benefit from the manifestation of the sons of God. As soon as the sons of God are manifested, creation will see it, and they will obviously have an understanding and an, of the knowledge of who God is, uh, truly. And these sons will declare the jubilee, and they will set creation free from its slavery to corruption. So in the end, God truly, really does win. We are predestined to be victorious, guys. In verse 31, we read, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Tapanta, all things. How is it possible that we can fail, guys? If God is on our side, who can stand against us? Christ has purchased the entire creation by his blood. And he is raising up sons to oversee that estate, his estate that he has purchased, which is all things. His estate is Tapanta, the all, for all things have been put under his feet. And in subjecting all things to him, he left nothing that is not subject and subject to him. And we see this in Hebrews chapter 2, 8 and in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 28. That is. And this, guys, what we're talking about, this is what God has predestined. The predestination is not only a calling for the sons of God, but also for the estate to which they've been given authority over because of the blood of Jesus uh, and his purchase of the all, the whole world. There must, of necessity, be an estate to rule over in order to reign with Christ on the earth. You guys know that Christ and those who reign with him will reign on the earth? That is seen in Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. And also, uh, these ones are to be declaring liberty, life, and the healing of the nations, as we see in Revelation chapter 22, verse 2. Continuing Romans chapter 8, we see this then. Verse 33. Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died, yes, rather who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. If God is the great judge who justifies or condemns according to his sovereign will and law, how is it possible that we can lose, guys? Who can stop this divine plan? If an adversary disagrees with God's verdict, where is the higher court of appeal? There is no one higher guys we have found the path to justification and so there is no condemnation that might displace the sons of god from from their dominion over all things so no the devil does not win no hell no hades does not win nor the gates of hell should not prevail against these sons to whom the estate will belong to and these sons also who will rule with christ guys they will rule with Christ, beautiful thing. In verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword, 
just as it is written, For thy sake we are being put to death all day long. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Though men and earthly governments may persecute, condemn the sons of God, their unjust verdicts carry no weight in the divine court, guys. Nothing can keep them from the estate. Nothing can keep them from the love of God uh, in giving them this estate. Um, that is to say, nothing can, guys. Men's government function by the laws of men, but God's government functions by the laws of God. In verse 37 we read, But in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. The army of God conquers with overwhelming spiritual force, guys. In verse 38 we read, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things come, nor nor powers, principalities, nor things present, nor to come, yeah, uh, nor height, nor debt, nor any other thing created, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. These are a list of created things, guys. All created things are part of God's estate. Nothing can keep you from God and his love if it is created by God and is owned by God. So, and this goes far beyond the material creation. This includes time. It includes space. It includes relativity. It includes all those deep matters. Time is expressed in terms of things present and things to come, that is, in the future. Space is expressed in terms of height and depth, and even spiritual entities such as angels and principalities are created beings and are therefore subject to our authority, guys, because they are under our authority. They lack the power to separate us from the love of God by which he has purposed to bring all things into subjection, first to Christ and then to the sons of God underneath him. Do you guys understand this? Because these things are in our power, the sons of God, how can they separate us from the love of God? It is just not possible. And with that being said, we have finished book one of Romans. Thank you guys so much for listening, and hopefully we can go into book two here pretty soon. Sorry it's been so long. Um, I've been training. I've been uh, coaching. I've been I've been on I've been on the grind, guys, and so I'm sorry I haven't been able to get on here, but I will do my best to get back on here on a more consistent schedule to bring you guys uh, some of this truth, some of this understanding, some of this wisdom um, from the Father, and bless you. So we will see you next episode.